You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome into the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters and uh, the tank is back. The tank, the tank is it's back, back on and they have lost their third straight four to two game, their fourth straight overall game. It's not been looking good for the Yotes. No, they had that they had that road trip out east where they were averaging over five goals a game for the entire road trip. Win four out of five. Um, since returning from that road trip, they can't get more than two goals a game. Bad. Um, they just haven't found their offense. Nope, they haven't at all. Um, let's start off right off the bat with by the numbers because we can just get this one out of the way. 18 <laughs> shots on goal is just not enough. To win a game. It's just not. And I know that the Coyotes have pulled off weird wins by scoring very few goals, but 18 is not great. And then Calgary, 33 shots on goal. That's actually not a ton against the Coyotes if you think about it, but the big number that stands out for me is the 2 of 4 on the power play. You can't be allow a team to be 50% on a power play. Well, you look at their power play, you. too. The power play, the Calgary it's, Flames. It's eighth in the NHL. Yeah, they got four guys with 30 goals on Meanwhile, them. the Coyotes' penalty kill is 30th. So you get the eighth power play not going ideal. up against the 30th penalty kill. It's just not a recipe for success. But we do talk. we got to go to the shots. And we talk about the shots a lot. And, I mean, it, it, if the Coyotes had to win games where they outshot their opponent, we'd never win any. I get it. But 18 shots, that's the... It's the second lowest since the end of January. Like, come on. Like, if you're trying to dig yourself out of a hole offensively, you've got to get more pucks than that. Now, I understand they're hurt and they're missing a lot of defensemen. So that that does play a part of it, for sure, because you can't possess the puck, you can't get the puck up off the ice. But for some reason, ever since returning from that road trip, this team just looks slow. Yeah. I don't know. They It was a great first road period. Fantastic. Yeah. They outshot Calgary. Outshot them. And they were really good between the blue lines. And when we say that, I know, first I'm going to say that you hear that cliche or they're good in the neutral zone. What does that mean? It means they didn't let Calgary get speed between the blue lines. You didn't see the odd man two on one or three on two rushes against. So they were able to slow Calgary down between those blue lines. The other thing they did between the blue lines is they were able to create turnovers. Why do you do that? You have good sticks and lanes. You have body in right positions. You turn pucks and you go the other way. So they were good between the blue lines in, in the first period. The second period, again, two things. Was the penalties. 
and it was turnovers and turnovers in their own zone. And that's what caused the problems for this team. And they just still have, have no ability to create any offense right now. And we, I, I felt sorry for poor, for veggie. I mean, veggie just got hung out to dry uh, again. I mean, yeah. I hate to say it, but again, yeah, it's it was an unfortunate game, and it didn't help in the second period when Calgary scores thirty three goals into the period. Then three minutes later, they scored three goals in the span of eight minutes, I think. And then the Coyotes hit the pipe, and you know they got a shot with ten seconds left in the second. But there's just no energy, and kind of got a, another goal late in the third, but just not enough to make it a game. It yeah, was it- only really a game in the first. But even in the first, there were no like high scoring chances for either team. Really. You're right, and and you look at you look at the Calgary Flames. First of all, this is this is if not the best team in the West, it's second best with Colorado. Like the, yeah. they're leading their division. This is a really really good hockey yeah, very. team, and they're a great hockey team at home. They've got they give up the fewest goals. They score the most, second most in the West. They they take more shots than anybody. It's a good hockey team. So. Let's temper it with that first. So the Coyotes are behind the eight ball before they even get started. So you can't expect much more. And plus, then you go to the depleted back end. You just traded Wedgwood, who has been playing really well. Like Look what he did to the Dallas Stars last night. He played 44 saves, gets the Stars through a shootout, stops all three in the shootout. He was phenomenal. And now people are finally seeing what we've seen all year from Scott Wedgwood is, you know what, he's pretty good. So I, I think for this team to get out of this hole, they're just going to have to find a way to generate offense. And the only way to do that is to move your feet and get the puck up the ice. And they just weren't able to do that. Again yeah. Tonight. And I mean, I've seen a lot of comments. The tank is back. And that's exactly what we said at the start of the show. Yeah. And it's great. But it's just you want to watch competitive, close games. And don't that, you think, it just hasn't been that for the last few. Don't you think Calgary turned it on later too i don't know if like is like calgary kind of woke up in the second like oh shit we're in a game like, yeah we better get going yeah here. they did because when they turned and it on but their best players were their best players tonight yeah. yep um let's pull up pd's keys because they had a bit of a theme today yeah. but and you, you just mentioned a few of these so you might be repeating yourself but. i know but we talked about first of all the last time and i guess i got i they started on this theme because of what wedge did what did last night with dallas that's where you got on this theme. So you needed to have that kind of performance to get a team that generates this much offense. You need to have good goal thing. Last time Veggie played Calgary, he had the, he set a franchise record for saves in a period. So you think Calgary is going to get a lot of shots. Secondly, they do lead the Western Conference in shots per game. So you know you're going to get a lot of action. And as we mentioned, now they have four players with 30 goals because all of those guys scored. They have four players with 30 goals. So clearly... The only way you're going to beat this team is if your goalie stands on his head. And I'm not saying Veggie was bad tonight. I'm not saying they were his fault. I'm saying most of them didn't have a chance because of the tic-tac-toe plays that they made. But if you're going to beat the Calgary Flames, you need to have above average goaltending in that game. Like the goalie's got to win the game for you. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we talked about a few of the flaws he's had. I feel like he's been playing a little bit nervous maybe i don't know yeah i wonder if it's a diff- since his contract got signed you mean maybe 
I don't I mean, know. he's 0-2 since he signed the contract. He's given and, up eight goals in two not, games. And not all the goals are his fault. But not at all. He's not having those outstanding right. games like the games that he had against Winnipeg, you yes. know, where he made two forty-five, Yeah, save 46 sh- saves in a shutout. Like, those aren't the types of games he's having. And we know that he's capable of having those games, but he just hasn't. He hasn't, yeah. No. Yeah, and on this road trip, he'll get another chance. We're probably going to see Joseph uh, Kojanesh get his first start for the Coyotes. Yeah. And I would assume I would, I mean, again, I'm not going to pick. One of them is going to play one game. One of them is going to play the other. We've seen how yeah, that's gone. I'm not going to. Yeah, no but point. Veggie's going to get one more chance on this. And he got two more teams. You got And he's Winnipeg, played well against Winnipeg this season. So. And I, if I was picking the goalies, and I clearly am not, <laughs> I would have Veggie starting in Winnipeg for a couple reasons. He's had 245 save outings against them. He shut them out last time in Winnipeg. Um you get a day between games you're traveling. If he plays the Edmonton game, you're talking a back-to-back where you're going to get in late. You're not going to get a lot of sleep. You're going to come out a little bit tired. I would give Veggie the best opportunity to win. If I'm picking the goalies, I'm playing Veggie in Winnipeg on Sunday. I think it just makes more sense. It sucks because we just had Coach Turney on like last week, and he explained yeah, I know. Wedgwood versus Vimelka, and I was like, okay, I finally, finally feel get like it. I got it. Wedgwood traded. Wedge, he gone. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Well, there were some positives in tonight's game. Yeah, we there saw were. not one, but two first NHL goals tonight. In the same game. In the same game, which that doesn't happen that often. Um, so we had first up, and as a result, everyone, we have not one, but two wow. DraftKings. Like king and of legit the game. ones, right? Yeah, legit. And we, because Carcone scored, and we were like, okay, easy. That's the king. And then Kolyachonik scored, and you said, you can't make Carcone the king for his first NHL goal and not. when Kalyachonik got his first. So we'll start with Carcone, our first king of the game, because he scored his first career goal, and it was an amazing goal um, right over Markstrom's shoulder. Yeah, it's um, a really good with play. just 10 seconds left in the period, so he didn't let off at all. An amazing shot, and we had him on our show literally a month ago in Tucson, yep. um, down literally down the I-10. He came on our show, and he said... We asked him, what can Coyotes fans expect from your game? And he said, I have a good shot. I'm feisty. And I feel like we saw that. And, and we did. And, and yeah, I tell you what, if you haven't seen that, we always say that, go back, listen to old shows. But we went down down the I-10 and, and talked to him. He's a fun guy. Like, he's a really good interview. He's got a great attitude. He works really hard. He, he was having a good season for them down in Tucson, and I'm really happy for him mm-hmm. here. Um, he got to play with Michelli tonight, and I thought they had really good chemistry down yeah. in Tucson, and I think and that he, showed. And he also said that that was a part yeah, of the reason he for said, his success in Tucson. Exactly. He said Michelli's his success because Michelli has just a nose for the net. So I I hope they can keep those. If they're going to continue to play here and with the big club, I hope they do keep them together because I think they get to go through this experience together. They already have the chemistry, and maybe maybe that's where they get their offense from. Yeah. Like they got to find it somewhere. And I know they put Galchenyuk between um, Keller and, and and Schmaltz for a few games now, and I, I don't know. Yeah, and, and ever since then, I mean, I know Schmaltz had an assist tonight, but we haven't been seeing that same magic from Keller and Schmaltz that we had been. I saw a comment earlier about um, Boyd moving down a line. I don't know what the decision, what yeah, the and I don't know for that decision was. I don't be. know with all the success Boyd has had between those two earlier in the year. And I know then then they their streaks ended. And I think he he probably tried to switch it up by putting Galchenyuk in the middle there. But now there's been two games in a row where I don't know if it's worked. 
I wouldn't be surprised on this trip if you see Boyd back between the middle of yeah. Schmaltz and Keller. I would think. I was just, the recipe's been working, so. But what do we know? Yeah, yeah. right. Um, and then, of course, Kolyachanik, his first NHL goal. So he's our second DraftKings king of the game. His first career goal assisted from Schmaltz, also top shelf. Um, and he's the fifth player to score the first NHL goal for the Coyotes this season. And look at that young defense they have right now. Yeah. And that's with J.J. Moger out of the lineup. Like, imagine when he gets back in this lineup. They have so many young guys with with Mayo and Dyson. Uh, Dyson Mayo. Dyson <laughs> Mayo, Mayo and Cam Dyson. Denine, and when Chikrin gets back and Kolya Chonuk, like, they've got six Connor solid. Connor Timmons is even Connor young. Connor Timmons, six guys under 25. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something to look forward into next year. Now, having said that, do you, do you look at players like Ostis Bear and Strawman that are helping pull these guys through? Like, they're pulling the rope. Like, Strawman's yeah. a mentor to these young kids. He's been paired with a different young guy throughout the season. Um, and I think he's showing guys how to do it the NHL way. And Ostis Bear right now, is if he's been the offensive leader for this defensive core the whole year. Yeah. But you can really see the rebuild coming with these really, really young, talented, skilled defensemen. So there's there's definitely hope. And now you see the, the center iceman that they picked up last week at the trade deadline, also really young. There's hope. Yep, it's, it's exciting. all we can hope for. It's exciting. Can I say that? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's exciting to look toward the future with that. Did you see somebody who, who had it? Oh, the Watts had it. Oh, yeah. Kessel Ironman. Thank you for reminding me. So... Uh, officially tonight, Phil Kessel tied Doug Jarvis for second all-time on the NHL Ironman list with 964 straight games played. So he will pass Doug Jarvis on Sunday in Winnipeg and take the sole possession of second overall on that list. <laughs> I didn't even... I, like, honestly, I don't know what to say because this... First of all, I thought Gary Younger's record would never be broken. With the speed the game is played at right now, injuries are more prevalent... Guys need guys get old and they need a break. Like you, it's hard. And now you talk about two years of COVID and you don't miss a game, and to have both guys now that are one and two and they both played for the Arizona Coyotes, huh? Really? That's impressive. Wow. Yeah, it's very and impressive. Ke- and don't look now. Keller's only like five or six hundred behind, but but he's <laughs> he's right there. He's look. He's trying. I think he might. Keller might be fourth or fifth in active players right now. Like he's. I when you said that the other day, I was so mind blown. Like, it is a true story. He's he's uh, he hasn't missed a game since 2017, and I think it's he's in the 400s now. I think, but he's he's got a long, long, long way yeah, to go. Yeah, very but, long way. But a testament to Phil. But Phil really wanted to go with the trade deadline. We've talked about it over and over and over again. But he's got seven goals. I. I I, I don't know how you trade a guy with seven goals, making that kind of money and that kind of cap hit. So I, I, I don't know. I hope he can find his offense down the stretch here because he's got to resign somewhere at the end of the season to keep that streak going. And, yeah. and so does Keith Yandel. They both have expiring contracts. So and Yandel's coming up on a thousand that he could hit it this season if you play. It. That's unreal. Yeah. If he finishes the season, yeah. it's, it's impressive. It's absolutely unreal. Well, another um, Coyote who is. I guess on the back end of his career, Jay Beagle was back in the lineup yeah. after a long absence. And honestly, he was out there hitting, blocking shots. I mean, you know, it's going to take him some time to get his feet back under. He's not the player he once was, but I noticed him in the lineup tonight. Yeah, he brought in, he brought energy, and that's what they wanted him for in the first place, to be a scrappy little centerman that can win draws and help bring a little grit to this team. Um, but he's been, he's been on the lineup since December. You missed that That's kind of time. A long time. Yeah, I was surprised 
the energy that he played with yeah. today. Uh, I thought he looked really good, but he, I mean, he was out there with, with, we talked about those young guys, Michelli and, and Carconi. And I think that helps energize you too. Cause you want to yeah. see those two kids do well. Um, and they probably boosted him a little bit, but, he, but his feet were moving. He looked good. He looked good. It's, you wouldn't tell that he's been on the lineup for that long. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, that's really all I have from like the game itself. Do that's you? It? I mean, what else? <laughs> what else do we talk about? I don't know. I mean, we have. I saw somebody stuff. went to a baseball game. Isaiah went to the baseball game. We could probably talk about that. <laughs> yeah, David's been. David's in the room. He's been watching baseball all night. Good call, David. I know. Um, no, actually, actually he's been watching softball. All softball night. and baseball. Softball Put some and baseball. Respect ASU. On the ASU yeah. softball and baseball. The stick and ball teams, as he referred to them earlier. <laughs> that's good. I think this is what I expected to see from this team. I think the Calgary. Flames tonight woke up in the second period. I know Calgary's a really good four-line team that can come at you really hard. I don't think they did that in the first period. Coyotes are going to need to play better on this trip yeah. or it's going to be a long trip. Yeah. I, I Edmonton needs the wins. Winnipeg still feels they can make the playoffs. Yeah. Vegas has been falling. Gets a big win yesterday. They think they could catch them. Vancouver's in it. I know they don't play Vancouver on this trip, but these Canadian teams are all scratching and clawing to try to find their way into these playoffs. Yeah. So I think they're going to have their hands full these next 48, 72 hours. Yeah, Winnipeg coming up next. They're 6 in the Central, 30, 25, and 10 on this season. 6 and 4 in their last 10, so playing a little bit better. Um, have a winning record at home, so it's going to be a challenge for the Coyotes. But the Coyotes have tended to match up well against them this season. Um, so we'll see. I, I just hope that if they're going to lose, like – as we kind of want them to, that it would be a close one. But like it's it, hard. Like, this is the time of year when you should be, and we are. We were talking about it before the show tonight, how exciting these playoff matchups are going to be. Like, now we talked about who plays who. Well, now Toronto is going to play Boston if they played today. We had Toronto playing Florida, but now now it's Toronto-Boston. Like, yes, give me. I, I, I want to <laughs> see that. Yeah. Like, that, the series right now... Playoff hockey is fantastic. Oh, it's there's nothing like it. There isn't the speed, the physicality, and the grudge matches that get going over those seven game series is phenomenal. And to have the Coyotes not be a part of that is hard for fans. So guess what? Let's go the other way. Let's just lose. And I know that we've said it since day one. It sucks. But if we want to be the team four or five years from now that we're a perennial playoff team that can compete for a Stanley Cup every year, you need to go through this year of pain to get the players to help us get to that point down the future. Otherwise, we will be mired in mediocrity, which we have done for years. So let's yep. just embrace the tank exactly. for 20 games. I think we can do it. Keep your eyes on other teams. And now we have other people. That, I'm rooting for Wedgie. Yeah, I'm telling you, I hope yeah. the Dallas Stars make the playoffs. Yep. He's and then a, we'll hopefully get to see maybe these college players step in. There's other things sure. to look out for on this Coyotes team that are still exciting and still have Absolutely. allow you to have rooting interesting two players get their first NHL goals tonight. Yep. Like that's amazing to watch. Yeah, I think there's a lot of storylines to follow. Yeah. And I think we want to see the health of Chikrin and we want to see Chikrin come back to the lineup, see if he can catch fire again. You want to see Kessel Kessel and the Iron Man streak. And to hit what did we just say? He was close to what was it, four hundred goals? Yeah, he's two goals away. So yeah, like yeah. there's so, so many things so on many the horizon. Stories to follow. Yeah. And we want to talk about those individual individual we want to see Keller and Schmaltz get hot again. Absolutely. Let's see if can Keller get 30 goals. I maybe. Let's see it. Yeah. So yeah, we want to see those individual things, but as a team, as this stretches out for the next month, we have one month to go. 
you know, we'll really be following what's going on in the bottom of the standings as well as what players to look for. We've already talked about Shane Wright and Logan Cooley. Um, we talked about Matthew Savoy a little bit. Those are three of the top centermen that are available. So three names that people should be familiar with. What we're going to do in April is we're going to spend some of that time on these shows when, like we just did tonight, we ran out of shit to talk about. We're going to start talking about players <laughs> that are going to be available in the upcoming draft. And we're going to spend more yeah. time on each show bringing up a new name so that by the time the ping pong ball drops and we see the order, people will be more familiar with those names. So it's just something else to look forward to over this last month when you have a hard time looking for wins i just have to read this comment from these uh the thing i learned about the sun's 10-year tank you have to be excited about losing otherwise you hurt your mental health <laughs> we haven't had excited about losing we i don't know had, we, we have follow had, up there bees we haven't <laughs> had a therapy session for a while i know we haven't did you know craig that's three losses four two four two four two i didn't actually i didn't think no, about we just that. we just looked at that yep Four losses. The tank is three. back, Craig. Tank, is, tank back. is definitely back. And that's it's a alive good thing. and well. It's I know. A good thing. Exactly. I don't know how you feel good about it. You don't it, feel good in your in your heart. You know what's needed. But you feel good in your head. You know? <laughs> it's like yeah, you know, it's it's something you gotta do. It's do like cleaning Ch toilets. Do you see Charles? Maybe. That Craig just slides no, in. Yeah. Do you know how you're not buying that one at can all? Can we tell him how Craig gets here? Okay. How I get here? Yeah, you get a limo to the studio. <laughs> You just Pellegrino, got here. Like sir. he says he's doing post-game interview. Literally just pulls up with his Pellegrino-filled limo to the front right halfway through the show. Diva. What's the temperature? <laughs> that Pellegrino? If if Craig <laughs> really had that much like control, then the studio wouldn't be as frigid Freezing. as it is God, right it's right cold now. in here today. I like oh it cold. God. I like to stay Dude. alert. So, no. Not no, he's, <laughs> he was texting you no. to bring blankets. It's yeah, cold I thought we were going to have blankets in the studio. Oh, it's cold in here. I, oh, man. I didn't know if we'd paid the bill, but I guess it's 88 outside. Well, Not in here. Craig just came from the post-game interviews. Do we have the video, Sean? Well, I, I just sent it to Sean, so I made Do we know. have it, Sean? Yes, Probably. we do. Okay, so this is Carcone. We got uh, Jay Beagle first to talk about his return after th being out of the lineup for three months. He said it was a sports hernia surgery, so... He, he's had this before and um, basically went as expected. But, you know, that's that's a tough injury to deal with. Uh, I, I think his was probably a little more severe than Johan Larson's was. So he had to be out of lineup for a while, but he's back. And then we got Mark, Michael Carcone to talk about his uh, first goal. Not as loquacious as he was down in Tucson. Oh, really? we had him. Yeah. yeah, we were just pumping his tires about how there good go. he was. See? Fun interview, yeah. personality. False, oh. false advertising. Sorry. It's okay, all right. We'll we, we can play them both we'll anyway. We'll play the video. <laughs> Morgan, go ahead, Craig. Hey, Jay, I just wanted to uh, get a sense from you uh, what, what it's like to actually be back in a game after going through what you went through. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was good. It was, I felt slow out there um, in the first. I uh, found myself out of position and trying to you know, do a little too much at the, at the beginning and um, kind of settled in and, and uh, then kind of found my rhythm with uh, two new line mates too. I thought our line played pretty good and first game together, first time playing with those guys. And um, you know, I thought uh, our line played pretty good. So, um, you know, it's just, a, it's a matter of finding your legs. You can do all the bag skating, you know, all the rehab to come back, but until you get in the game, there's, you know, it's game shaped and you have to get in those games. So I'm um, looking forward to the next one now. Aside from that, uh, what, what are the biggest adjustments when you've been out that long? Yeah, it's just your your head, like the the speed of the game, the reads, all that stuff. Uh, you know, like I said before, you can take face offs, you can 
skate. Um, you know, we have a, a good skills coach and, and uh, skating coach that I worked with for the last month and a half, two months. So I, I felt like I had improved in some areas, but uh, it's just that game, reading the game situation that uh, that makes it tough. And um, But uh, as the game went on, I kind of felt like I was getting into more of my rhythm and settled down a little bit. So it felt, uh, felt good in the second or third. Did rehab progress basically how you thought it would in terms of timeline and all that? Yeah, yeah, it was almost dead on. It was dead on what uh, the surgeons told me, dead on what our physio, um, you know, our PT guy, uh, you know, that works with us back home, did such a great job for us. We had such a great staff. So I got to give them all the credit. Uh, just, you know, they work hard. And, um, you know, it, it, they're a great group of, of people. So it, it was fun to work with. It kept it fun while coming back. It's never easy, uh, you know, coming back from an injury. And we were ahead of schedule. Um, you know, two months in and we just, we still, you know, stuck to the plan and ended up feeling hundred percent out there today, which, which was great. Cause I haven't felt uh, that good probably in a couple of years, to be honest with you. Last thing from me, uh, it's pretty good timing to, uh, obviously a couple centers went out the door at the trade deadline. So this team could certainly use a boost at that position. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you never know, right. It's, it's one of those things where guys go down, there's injuries, uh, trades. So um, you know, just try to come in and play my game and fill that role that I've done my whole career and, and try and be strong in the faceoff circle and, and good in my D zone and, um, and play my game. Thanks, Jay. Yep, thank you. Next, we go to Jose Romero. Go ahead, Jose. Hey, Jay, welcome back, man. Thank you. Just from a, a veteran's perspective, from a leadership standpoint, I, or any other kind of standpoint, I guess, was it just important for you to fight your way back and, and get back uh, before the season ended here? Yeah, yeah, it, um, it was it was a tough, we honestly didn't know what to do when, so it was a sports hernia that I had and I had to get it fixed and um, I'd had it for a couple of years where it was mild and it got worse this year progressively to the point where I couldn't skate and, uh, and do my job to the best of my ability. So it, it was a tough, it was a tough injury to deal with and tough uh, decision on what to do with my age as well. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, you know, with, for me and my family, uh, that's why, you know, I mentioned, you know, Coyote staff has been amazing and they were awesome walking it through me and what the options were. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, uh, awesome to be able to get back, especially play, you know, in front of my friends and family here in Calgary. That's always fun. And it just happened to work out that way that I was ready and the timing. And so it's good to get back for sure. Thank you. From a game perspective, what did Calgary do to make it? So you're good to go. All right, everybody. Go ahead, Craig. Hey, Michael, I'm sure you would have liked to score this one in a, in a winning effort, but how did it feel to get that one? It was a special moment. Uh, you know, I didn't look at it as a kid, and uh, when it finally happened, it was pretty surreal. So it's uh, super exciting. What has this whole climb been like for you through through the A, trying to get to this point and, and get an opportunity? Uh, it's been an adventure. Uh, you know, it keeps you on your toes and uh, keeps you wanting it. So uh, I've enjoyed the experience and uh, still enjoying the experience and, and I continue to enjoy the experience. <laughs> <laughs> nice to get reunited with Matias, I would guess, I would guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we obviously have some chemistry and, uh, you know, I know the way he likes to play and uh, where he wants to put the puck, so it's uh, it's pretty easy for him. All right, Michael. Thanks. Congrats. Yeah, thank you.
Next with Jose Romero. Go ahead, Jose. Hey, Michael. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Um, what, what's it like to uh, – that last question just kind of touched on a player, but just being up here with maybe half the guys you played with down in Tucson, um, you know, it seems like the, the celebration could be pretty nice since everybody played with you. Yeah, it's, I think it's pretty special. We obviously came up together and, and we were battling in Tucson together. So, uh, you know, when we all have success, it's uh, it's a nice feeling. And, uh, you know, everyone's smiling, so it's uh, great. Honestly, Craig, I commend your quick technology skills getting us that video. Yeah, I forgot to cut off the uh, question at the end of Jay Beagle. There, <laughs> it's so. okay. I was typing. I was actually tweeting because he told us his injury, so I was yeah. getting that out. So. It's a, a good little behind-the-scenes look all. at what Craig's doing when his chair is sitting here empty and Petey and I are breaking down the game. That's what Craig's... He was not coming so. in a limo. Cool. To I, we said he really was here early. He was one of the first people here. Yeah, he was here yeah. way before Way before today. me. Got a problem with the food in the limo, too. <laughs> you were so the, ch the chili no, salad bougie. just didn't bougie, do it for you today, huh? Craig Morgan. Seriously. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hopefully it's the first of many for Carcone. Yeah, I, I just, I, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with, I mean, it's an expanded roster now, so you can do whatever you want. And, and listen, Tucson's not going to the playoffs, so, yeah. But, I mean, how much do you Tucson decimate? Tucson is winning that? tonight, How though? much do you decimate that roster? 4-3. Winning 4-3 goals from Yannick and Broadhurst and McCartney and Holtz. And, and Yannick and McCartney, two of the names you brought up there, I, I expect to see them here in the next 20 games too, getting a taste of this. And I hope they all get a little bit of the revolving door and they all get a little bit of a look and and so they can start to prepare for the offseason and their summer and get ready for next year's training camp. But to do that, I think they should get a little, little look with the big club here before it's over. Yeah, I want to see Boko up here too. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, yeah. hopefully that's to come. And also, while that video was playing, Sean was mentioning to us that he is about to win some money. Sean, what is happening? Um, if if Miami can hold on, I have the minus three parlayed with the UNC money line, and UNC just beat UCLA. UNC um, came back. Wow. UNC came back, so they beat UCLA. The UNC, Pac twelve that goes out. Um, Miami is up nine with just under four minutes left. So if if they can hold on and win by at least or more than three points, then I will win about 80 bucks on a parlay. Okay. Okay. Well, that's looking good for you. And Sean, do you have a DraftKings pick of the week for us while I, we're on the subject? I do. So this pick of the week is the result of UNC winning. Um, at this point, I think it's clear that the NCAA has the fix in um, and is going to have Duke meet UNC in the final four <laughs> for Coach K's farewell um duke will probably win because again the ncaa has the fix in um so my pick of the week is duke minus four against um against arkansas arkansas just coming off a big win over gonzaga i don't think they're i just think like i said the ncaa has the fix in so i think nothing they can do is going to uh there's nothing arkansas can do to win that game interesting Look, coach k all the way I hate Coach. K. Wish you would have told me this when we did our brackets. Like well, that would have helped. But I didn't. Well, I didn't realize. You're doing well in the Discord bracket. Yeah, I, I'm getting. I got one right out of three. He's, his bracket's Final terrible. Four team, that's good. His bets have been good, but his brackets. My terrible. bets have been great. Um, but brackets. I the, a team that I just picked to lose in the first round is now in the Elite Eight. Shout out St. Peter's. Um, <laughs> yeah, but a 15 seed. Actually, like, it's more yes, fun as a basketball show tonight than it was a hockey show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. Just saying.
Yeah, like Leah said, my bets have been doing pretty well, so I suggest you you follow. I, I suggest you follow too. He's really has been winning, winning some money, much to my dismay, much to my dismay last night when he was winning off of U of A's loss, which I don't want to talk about, so we won't. Um, but if you want to tell Sean's bets or bet anything of your own on college basketball, you can do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So be sure to sign up using the promo code PHNX, bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets. If they do, you can do same game parlays or any sort of parlays like Sean mentioned also. Um, and you don't just have to bet on basketball. There's so much you can bet on on there. We were following the uh, NCAA hockey, men's hockey tournament That's earlier. right, where there have been basically no upsets. Yeah, so you can bet on that as well. So there's seriously so much you can bet on. So be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PHNX and bet $5 on any college who seem to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details i just gotta say i am pretty sure i'm like three for my last three picks of the week so i am you heard the man red hot follow tail sean on his picks of the week um all right well craig we's over there drinking a perrier by the way i know it's much to your offense (laughs) do it just like the yugo of sparkling literally do it to bother you and it works before we get to our (laughs) last thing pete and i have kind of talked about everything in the game any thoughts from you on the game anything else this from... game yeah hey taking care of business that's the way i look at it <laughs> right and two first nhl goals it's fun yeah that's that's a nice moment for those yeah. guys yeah it's always cool but again we talk about the nhl schedule makers doing no favors to the coyotes they are getting on a plane right now and flying to the middle of canada let's let's pull up the schedule from the you western can really see Canadian. the cruelty of it just the... makes no sense to me like <laughs> so they're gonna fly it's a, that's a th- Two and a half, three hour flight to get to Winnipeg. And then they Basically fly the right back. Yeah, right back to where they were. Yep. Yeah. Winnipeg's like right over Minnesota. It's nuts. Yeah. Yep. So that's, that makes no sense. They should. But... And as we were talking about, uh, Koshinosh is going to play one of those two games. Yeah. yeah. We'll see how that goes. And he's the guy that, if you go back and More rewind, when we first started this adventure, we thought he we would be the thought. guy making this team. Yeah, because of his San Jose experience. Yeah, yeah. and he did play a few so, games there. And be interesting to see what he can do. And is there any more on the the Hari Sateri front? Um, I I had mentioned this the other day. I think it was yesterday. That I mentioned it. It it's looking like about ten days. He's he's still in the immigration process. He's not in Canada yet. So it, it's looking like he'll just join him in the U.S. back here. That's their estimate was ten days. We'll see. You know, you never know with immigration. So, so even if, even if, and, and again, this is way off topic, but even if he would 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 have cleared waivers to try to play for Toronto, he still would have would the have same issues. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. In the timeline of McBain, you reported today that his injury might be more like week yeah. To Andre week. said that today. Uh, you know, it, it's it's interesting because I talked to Jack McBain. Uh, they had an availability, and he was out of the walking boot. So I was surprised to hear that. Andre said it, it. It's weeks, not days. Hmm. So maybe there's a significant amount of rehab. But it, it, it's really when, when you think about the time between the end of BC season and now, it hasn't been that long. So if he's already out of the walking boot, I, I have to admit I was a little confused. But we'll see. Uh, they they fully intend for him to play. They're they they're burning the first year of the ELC. That's a done deal. He's going to get in the game this season. It's just up in the air when that's going to be. Charles Woodall Pike brings up a good question. He said, do you think this schedule's off? I'll wait till next year with ASU. So 
Do you know when does the ASU, ASU, NCAA usually publish their college hockey schedule? Do you know how far in advance that up? Like NHL is usually July. The ASU schedule is already set. It has not been released yet, but it's already set. Oh, okay. So that's done. And all their home games are Friday, Saturday home games. Yeah. So when they're home. Guess who's not? Well, or, or they have to play in the middle of the week. Do, or do those uh, matinee double headers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now that would be awesome. I'm I you. still I am down for that. Yeah, like back too. to back games. I am too. I, yeah. I think that's great. But that's what like happens? What we used to do in Tucson with the U of A and the road. I runners. love that. Idea. I loved. I used to work like twelve hour days. And you know what? I think NHL matinees are fantastic. Me yeah. too. I think they're great for families to get to go see a, a team. I think they're great to have on TV in the middle of the day. Yeah, definitely. Bring me some matinee hockey Saturday, Sunday afternoon. That'd be oh. great. Now, Craig, if they did the double headers, do you think they would allow? They would just allow the people in the stands for the Coyotes games to just stay for the ASU games? No, no chance. <laughs> no, that's unless funny. you find a good hiding place. Yeah, <laughs> that's a hard. They're paying no. for both tickets, so yeah, that's a hard. <laughs> Sean, you can ride out and film it for PHNX. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, let's f- uh, finish up on our non Arizona Coyotes related topic but still related to the Coyotes organization which is the Arizona Kachinas um the girls teams and there are not one not two but three Kachinas teams off to the nationals in Pennsylvania yeah you know what this is kind of the legacy we we talked a lot about Matt Schott and his untimely passing this year and he he really was the backbone of this whole Kachina push this whole girls hockey program in this state and his mission and his goal was to get these programs to tier one status they play at a tier two level right now he wanted these teams to play at a tier one level shortly after he he passed the were voted in a in a board of arizona the arizona hockey state board voted three of these kachina teams to tier one status for the following season all three of those programs competed regionally in dallas um, over the last week, and all three of those teams not only won, but the under 14 and under 16 teams did not give up a goal That's in the insane. entire tournament. That's unbelievable. So they they are off to Pennsylvania. The 19 team had a little bit more of a difficult path. They they lost a game to, to New Mexico and they came back. Um, and, and now they're headed to nationals too. So, you know, you know, Matt Schott's legacy yep. lives on. Absolutely. Yeah. Lindsay Fry is happy about this too, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And she's had a huge hand yeah. in what's, yeah. what's gone on over there as well. And Anne, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned her too, because they have the small fry program with, with, you know, the younger girls getting involved in hockey early. This is a program that's kind of ebbed and flowed through the years. You know, they never quite were able to catch on. And now they're not just doing well. They're, they're thriving. I mean, this to compete nationally at girls hockey out of the state of Arizona is phenomenal. And, and I'm, I, couldn't be happy for the people involved. Brendan Shaw is, is, you know, a friend of friend of ours, and he's he was sending us all this information, and, and he's so proud of the team that he brought. He's got the sixteen team. Um, I don't think they've lost all year. I think they're nineteen zero and one. So we're gonna keep an eye on it. The tournament starts next week uh, out in Pennsylvania, and we'll kind of keep an eye on how those Kachina girls are doing as they progress through nationals. Arizona hockey to cheer for. It's fantastic. It's a really good story. So we'll try to get those scores for you as that week goes on. Yeah, absolutely. 
it's it's really great to hear, especially given um, Matt Schott's impact and just to see their success they've had and just also just to see women's hockey growing yeah. in, in, in the Southwest. We're talking about hockey in Arizona, but like women's hockey specifically, the yeah. growth that it's had and, you know, the reason for that, it's just unbelievable to see. So um, love that. And like I said, exciting to cheer for Arizona hockey yeah. because – the Coyotes in Tucson and ASU are not in a <laughs> yeah. competitive place right now in terms of a yep. championship, but the Kachinas are. So like PD said, we'll keep everybody updated. Um, I think that's it for us tonight. It's a yeah. quick one. Um, but Craig just published his monthly mailbag. And <laughs> it was a long one. Any, It was long, but any question you may have ever thought you want to ask Craig right now was probably asked. So be sure to go and read that because I was reading it today and there's a lot covered in there. Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot of questions right now. So a lot of them were answered. Um, and if you want to read that, you can do so at gophnx.com. Be sure to sign up for an annual membership. You can get a shirt like this one um, or the one PD is wearing when you do. Yeah. And some other merch that's and coming. some other merch that's coming. For some coming. people. Not for, for some other people. There's a lot of... When <laughs> that finally breaks, the there's going to be a lot of discussion Oh, in yeah. Studio. Craig, uh, Craig is already writing his script you for that You think I'm one. mad about the food in my limo? Yeah, wait <laughs> to hear this. Or this or time. Try to this not one. getting that's delivered right. that one day. Oh. It's on that level. It's yeah. on that day. Yeah, that's it is. Very true. But also, members get weekly deals on merchandise, which the Coyotes... The members deal of the week is buy one, get one half off of Coyote shirts. So it's a good time to become a member. The Coyote shirts, I think, are some of the best shirts in the PGNX locker. So be sure to check that out as well. And you can just say it. They are the best. They are the best. Yeah. They are the Good. best. They were going to get numbers again because we knew early that we were crushing. I don't, I don't think, think sh- anybody wants to talk about it anymore, Petey. Really? But I think yeah. basketball, they got some. It's basketball, I, basketball does have some good shirts. They do, and but they're they get good. so many, though. But they're good. They're, like every the week, suns are good. What about poor Derek and the baseball show? They have one they shirt. Had a, they just ended their lockout. Okay. Maybe they have one shirt. More to come. Like, how are they supposed to sell a lot of shirts? They got one. It's not fair. We need. There may we should, they another... should have like a baseball as back shirt, something like that. Wow! And, and Look at you on. marketing. Marketing for PHNX. What do I know? Exactly. <laughs> oh man. Well, we will be back Sunday. You got to think about it. Dude. And Monday. And Monday. I've been off a day every day this week. Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. Four live shows next Four week. Four live, live post game shows. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't say it on there, but there is a game on the first also um, against Anaheim. That's a home game. Yeah, there's the Sharks again, and we'll we'll have a another top ten moment from Gila River. Oh yes, we will game, continue so. counting oh, yeah. down number nine. Yep. yep, we will continue counting down the top moments at Gila River. There's only nine home games left, and we also yeah. on Monday we have something else going on too in studio. Do we say that, or does nobody care? I don't know, even know. Andre Turinyi, upper opportunity. Oh yeah, the, my bets. The bet's gonna be paid out on Monday, yes. and PD Leah and Craig gets are buying in the me studio dinner. on Monday. Yeah, it's quite a dinner too. Do we well, talk we'll about see. This? We'll talk well, about it. I've been going for drive through. I've been P- talking drive through with Fazoli's. I think she can get a kids meal. <laughs> the Fazoli's <laughs> get the toy. She can play with it during the show. <laughs> I don't know. It's, we, it's a win-win. It's not gonna be that. No, it's not gonna be that. I do appreciate Craig's taste. <laughs> He's already wins. seen the menu. <laughs> exactly. Leah, are you Petey a, a are cheeseburger or, or McNuggets kind of go? Um, I don't think I've eaten anything besides fries or ice cream from McDonald's in like 20 years. 
That's not an exaggeration. Wow. It's I, yeah, the, the I, most I, striking part about that is that we're old enough to say that you haven't done something in 20 years. I know. My birthday's in two oh, weeks, buddy. by the way. Two weeks from <laughs> yeah. today. Yeah, that's not that big a deal for me. 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Chicken um, nuggets, by the way, Sean. I'm a huge, I, I'm a huge uh, two t- double cheeseburgers, medium fry, large high C kind of guy when I go to McDonald's. You, you go to McDonald's. I, I Sean, you guys, Sean might be the, the most diet. unhealthy eater I have really? ever the met in my worst. life. We were talking about his fitness, too, I guess. <laughs> he is It'll blessed. Catch up with him. He must be It'll blessed catch up with him. Yeah. I, I, I have, yeah, it's it's starting to catch up with me. I used to be a very frail little boy. <laughs> <laughs> that metabolism's amazing. Just wait. It'll hit you. Just wait. Oh, no. I don't even know. Just someday you'll wake up and it'll hit you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's Take us home, Leah. Let's end the show. Um, thank you all for watching. We'll be back Sunday for our post game show. Be sure to subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube. Like, subscribe, follow, leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts as well. And most importantly, follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. We are so close to 3,000. I feel like we've been saying it for weeks. Please give us a follow. We're so, so close. If you haven't already, if you're listening to this and you have not followed us on Twitter, please, please do. Um, so do that this weekend and we will see everyone Sunday. Have a great weekend, everyone.